Hey, Billy, you know what's awesome? What's that, man? Jim Henson, yo. You know, you are correct, sir. All right, man. Welcome back to You Know What's Awesome. We're back with our regular show. Spooktober was pretty fun. What'd you think of that one? Yeah. I mean, it's a blast. <laughs> we always like talking about scary movies, and um, it's just because it's not October anymore doesn't mean that we won't, but now we're going to start getting into that holiday season and, you know, there's going to be some, probably some Christmas movies and music and stuff like that that we're going to be talking about. I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving myself. I like the, uh, there, there may be one that gets brought up in this show. <laughs> but yeah, dude, Jim Henson, I don't think it's, uh, you can't overstate his impact on things. He, that dude changed a lot of just the way <laughs> I'm going to say a lot of us talk. I mean, with, <laughs> with, with, with teaching kids how to read and write and spell and pronounce things on Sesame street. I mean, right. singing songs and stuff like that in, in uh, the Muppet show. And yeah. Yeah. Big, hey, big tying- impact. Tying back to the last episode, we even had the count, right? There's that horror influence again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the count's awesome, dude. Like he, <laughs> I think he was an underused character, but he's... <laughs> uh, I love those, yeah. original, those original Sesame Street episodes when, but back before the world got so wussified. Have you seen like season one? of Sesame yeah. Street and you put pop that in, you know, they were selling it a few years ago. You pop that in and there's like so much innuendo, like stuff just flies right over the children's head and the parents are like, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could do a whole show just on Sesame Street, man. I mean, just the impact of that alone, but yeah, I mean, there's certain skits that will always just pop up in my head, man. Uh, the guy that walks into the music store and he's wanting to buy, buy a nice, bright, shiny, <laughs> you know, and Grover's trying to find the right instrument. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> you know, so I mean, there's certain things that the near and far, Grover doing near and far, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I was high school, maybe, but uh, yeah, some somebody I was working with did that we didn't have a hold button on the phone. Somebody called and wanted to ask the man, you know, Hey, can I please call the manager? So I set the phone down. I was over there getting the guy and one of the teenage guys. I mean, I was a teenager too, but this kid was just a cut up. He turns the phone over and he's like near <laughs> he'd like run away. And go, <laughs> so had this guy, this oh, that's awesome. <laughs> The yeah, the yip yips, the the oh, yip, yip 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 no 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 boing boing telephone telephone yip 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 yeah I, I I do that with my kids because you know it's an ongoing battle. There's there's no there's no proper protocol. They want to watch play on the iPad all day and watch TV, right? Sure. And that's fine. I mean, I'm a kid of the TV. I don't care. But there has to be some break. I mean, there has to be a mental break where you do something that's not screen related. But yeah. then, of course, well, <laughs> my older daughter, because she can read really well, and she does. She just reads books all the time. But before she could read well, when we were still working with phonics and kind of just trying to get her up to speed, <laughs> I showed her that video on YouTube. I pulled it up where they're like, book, 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 and like, eat, book, and they chew on it, like, nope, 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 read. <laughs> so now she's like, I'm bored. Can I watch TV? I'm like, no. She's like, what, what can I do? I'm like, book, 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 book. She like just rolls her eyes at me. <laughs> She'll snatch it out of my hand and go like, fine, and then go find the recliner and actually read it. But she did. Dad, dad and his stupid <laughs> puppet monster st- people stays with you man i mean 
Guy Smiley. I mean, all these characters are just just part of who we are. I mean, <laughs> they really are. And dude, like, let me let me. I am, and have always been the biggest fan of Sesame Street. That is probably one of my sure. earliest memories. I yeah. remember. I'm, and, and I don't think it could have been this way. It might have been because I do know when I was doing something for uh, Scary Dad, I, f- I found a news clip. Uh, Wonder Woman and the Hulk ran back to back. Back in the hmm. 70s. So whenever yeah. they were whenever they were on TV currently, they so yeah. there's this, there's a uh, a thing for a very special like a, a, t- a, a holiday special that's like hmm. it's like. Wonder Woman and the Hulk will not be seen tonight, so we can bring you this ever, this other thing. Because I used to remember watching them back to back, but I used to I, I I would take my nap and I'd wake up and watch Sesame Street, and then um, after that was uh, Electric Company. Electric Company, that's right. And after Electric Company, then either Wonder Woman or the Hulk would come on, like wow. it was on, and uh, yeah. So like that, my afternoon was. <laughs> talk wow. about talk about screen time like yeah. and the hulk would scare the jesus out of me but i loved it oh yeah <laughs> man but, the, the opening of the hulk alone was just stuff of nightmares <laughs> <laughs> but man i like i would take a nap and i'd sleep too long and i'd overshoot sesame street and i'd just be depressed oh it was oh, sesame man. street and scooby-doo that's what it was, it was like yeah. scooby-doo but yeah, yeah. It's like sesame street scooby-doo and man i i loved 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 i wanted to go live there i wanted to go live in sesame street so yeah, bad sure um they yeah. were they were all my buddies every every single skit every character i had a memorized the uh yep. you know the <laughs> it's like there's a fly in my soup he's like what is he doing the back screen <laughs> you know stuff like that <laughs> yeah um the uh so yeah of course whenever so then whenever i had kids i couldn't help you know it's like the monster at the end of this book has been a staple for three years. Even, even my six year old's still reading it, you know, where it's yeah. like, it's like, don't turn another page. You know, those, those. Right. Um, yeah. That. I mean, such, such a big part again of, of just who we are, but it really changed gears for me, for me when the Muppet show came out. I was, all, <laughs> I was all about the Muppet Show, man. If you, I, I don't know if you remember or not, but if you go back and listen to the Helming episode we did, that was our holiday or our, our holiday season episode. We had the Boz from uh, Podcast Under the Stairs on there. But the opening of that is the opening to the Muppet Show, where there's a Ooh. knock on the door. Mister, Mister Danny, Mister Rick. You're already on stage in five minutes. I mean, it's exactly the way the Muppet show started off and that's where it came from. And, you know, I, I was just, that was my show. That was my show. And then when the movie came out, the Muppet movie, and you get that opening song. Dude, Rainbow know? Connection is one of the best songs that's ever been written. I mean, it is Freaking so. Paul Williams, man. I it mean, is so good. And I saw, I saw not too long ago, they actually had a schematic showing how that scene was shot. And it's like they, they, they took the concept of hip waiters and then just like tied up the top of the bag and like zipped the puppeteer in there. So he's got one hand sticking up to where he can control. And he's got his other hands controlling the the banjo, but so that they could get a circular shot, but it's real water. Like that's, I mean, he's sitting on a log and, they they had to sit there and figure out because the camera's on a crane, but I mean, I, I, and I tell you, I mean, Christmas, all of this Christmas was pu- is, for for a puppet, right? That's, and that's, that's the thing is that's where it took it to that next level for me, I guess, because Muppet Show and and Sesame Street were set design. Hey, I'm hanging over this wall and I'm sitting here, my legs are hanging out. I mean, it was very typical puppetry kind of things. The movie just took it to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. I mean, even some stuff when you, when you really start watching the Muppet show and you go, wait a minute, pigs in space. And they've got them sitting in those chairs and you're like, okay, so where's the people operating these at, you know? Yeah. And you have to start really dissecting how they did it. Then you get to the movie scenario and there's a lot of stuff there. You go, man, imagine 
you know, we give Savini so much credit for pulling off these effects and stuff, but this is no different. Mm -mm. This is, this is pulling off scenes, not just an effect. This is scenes. And then having to hide the actual, like having to hide the actor. Yeah. Like there's, there's, if if you Google it and I hope you guys do, if you're listening to this, go Google it right now and look, cause there are some scenes that show like, you know, Jim Henson himself because he was the voice of so many of these characters but he's right. like you know he's sitting there and he's got his hand sticking up a puppet this way and he's got this other thing and he's got a microphone and then he's like looking at a can- at a, at a mm-hmm. monitor screen to yeah. make sure that his his uh, hand motions and his like everything's matching up from the front because it looks right from where he is and it's just like I mean yeah they didn't they didn't just dial it in like they had to show up and they had to really think about how this is going to work with the blocking, the props. Like you don't think about like how hard it is to make a frog play a guitar on a log, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, he's a banjo, sorry, but you know, you don't think about how hard that is until you realize that you've got to submerge the actor completely. Like he can't be above water. (laughs) Right. And it, and it takes away, like you can't make a, uh, a motionette out of it either because then that takes away the whole, puppet concept like if we can just make you know animatronics then it's not what the muppets right. are so and i'm sure they had every, some every here shot. And there yeah every shot though i mean you've got to think about even something simple like let's have mel brooks put kermit into an electric chair okay how do we do that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're having to think all these things through right i mean there's there's not a you know, and I'm sure that's where they ran into things here and there, such as, oh, in this scene, we want Kermit riding a bicycle, which that's where you start getting into a little more snazzy effects to make that kind of stuff happen. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've always just been blown away by that movie. I love everything about it. All the, the songs. Uh, yeah. Muppet movie to me. And, and I know people love Danny. Danny from Hell Ming is a big fan of Great Muppet Caper. I think mm-hmm. that's his favorite one. Um, you know, I never, I'll, I never liked Charles Grodin, the actor. Oh, really? <laughs> after that, because he was such a jerk in Great Muppet <laughs> he Caper. He was a jerk. He was a jerk. <laughs> I just couldn't make myself like him because it was just like, oh, yeah. he's a good actor, obviously. But yeah. yeah, I'm just like, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, and and we're just scratching the surface here, man. This is this is from Sesame Street to the Muppets. You still got the Muppets now. I mean, they're all, you know, you got new versions of the Muppets, and you got my my granddaughter loves to watch, you know, the new Muppet Babies, right? So there's mm-hmm. CGI kind of versions of the '80s Muppet Babies that came out which my sister grew up watching. So it's just amazing that, you know, we just got through, you know, last week talking about carrying on these traditional characters and ruining them by changing it too much. Whereas here it works. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't change it. It works. You can introduce a new character here and there, but we don't need a different Gonzo. Gonzo's Gonzo. Exactly. I mean, and, and, and my grand, my granddaughter would come up and tell me jokes and say, "Hey, Pop, Pop, why is the why is the sky blue? I don't know because it's blue. Waka waka. I mean, it didn't matter that the joke was funny. It's just you're supposed to say waka waka at the end of it. Of course, <laughs> and that's that is awesome because just, yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of, of of jokes and kids not being able to do them, <laughs> my daughter was like four. She, she's just sitting there and I'm like, Hey Juliet, why did the chicken cross the road? And she looks at me and she goes and walks to the window and looks outside. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, dad, are you just joking about there being a chicken? I was like, well, I was trying to, she goes, well, it's not funny. Stop it. And like goes and sits back down. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I didn't land, but that's one of the funniest jokes I've ever told. <laughs> <laughs> she got up and actually looked outside. And like, I mean, it's almost a uh, Christmas vacation, right? <laughs> hey, I heard I heard Santa Claus was on his way. 
you serious, Clark? (laughs) 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 That's great. So, yeah. So how old were you when you realized that, that Yoda and Grover were related? Yeah. uh, Good question. (laughs) It it had to be later on because to me, they were so separated that you didn't really put it together. Dude, I recognize that voice like that. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I was like, that's Grover. Like, well, what happened for me was I was watching uh, the Blues Brothers, and Oz, Oz is at the beginning of of uh, that movie, you know, in the jail where he's giving you know Jake back all of his stuff, and he started talking. I was like, that guy sounds like Fozzie Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, Frank Oz has just a distinct voice, and it's crazy. It's crazy that he's he's voiced so many distinct characters with distinct personalities, but they all kind of have that same similar sound, you know? Like, oh. Freaking Miss Piggy! I mean, he's Miss Piggy. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. So so, but yeah. So so Jim Henson is sitting there, and you just got to think about the way that the world works in 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 such a so. Jim Henson, obviously not him by himself, although he was a powerful creative force. But, yeah. you know, he had Frank Oz as kind of a, you know, right-hand man as far as create creatives and stuff. And they're sitting there making foam puppets for children's shows. And they get approached by George Lucas. We need you to make our Jedi yeah. Master. We need you to do, right. the, to bring it to life. Can you imagine what, that phone call? Can you just imagine you're just sitting at home, flipping through the TV guide, like making some notes about you know the whether or not you want to make a green Muppet or a purple Muppet tomorrow, and then hey, please hold for George Lucas. <laughs> we, we, we need you what? to we need you to create and and animate Yoda, among other things, like one yeah. of the greatest characters in history. Yeah. And even now on Mandalorian, the child is a puppet. Like yeah. they're, they're they're not uh, they're not turning him CG or anything. The whole rest of the show is CG. He's not because yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hope they learn their lessons. Because to everybody's thinking, Yoda is the one that's in Empire and Return of the Jedi. All the other variations, it just didn't. It's amazing how it just doesn't. It doesn't work. <laughs> you don't like him that much. He's, well, I don't anyway. Like he's not. He's yeah. not all mysterious. He's just kind of grumpy old guy. You know. Yeah, it's it, just it, it, there's an empire and about in, him. Empire and Jedi. He was crotchety, but he was also mm-hmm. myster- mystical, and. Yeah you know, far seeing he's got that, that Mr. Miyagi, you know, samurai mm-hmm. ninja thing in the, in the prequels or whatever. He's just, he's a grumpy old administrator. It's not, it's yeah. not as cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and just, I don't know, man, it, it, there's, there's something about it being, I don't want to use the word real, but for it to actually be something that you're communicating back and forth with just makes it work better. And I'm glad that they, realize that people would rather have the puppet version of Yoda than a CGI version. And I think that says a lot. Like, well, and they're, they're, they're real. They're, they're there in the room with you. You know, that's something. And I think too, if you look at how many people between Sesame street and Muppet show as well, how many guest stars they had on there, like celebrities. Right. But, Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you often think about celebrities going on a show like that as, um, I mean, not, not to sound negative, not, not, but, but they're, they're, they're self-serving, but they're also professionals. Like, I'm not going to come on here and have my time wasted while, you know, right. you know, to be on a children's show. Like, no, the, the people running the Muppet show, the people running Sesame Street are professionals. They know their stuff. They're not, you know, mm-hmm. they're not going to show up and just like make you sit around waiting while they, you know, they got, they got it all lined up, but then whenever they're talking to those puppets, they're really there and they're talking back. They're real personalities. Absolutely. So, and that's, that was, hey, the thing. Yeah. 
think think about the kids on Sesame Street when they would lean over and give Kermit a hug or you know kiss his face stuff. That's real, dude. It's real. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and you can't replace that. Yeah. The the um, what was it? The cutest uh, cutest one ever. Whenever they're trying to sing a song and he she like reaches over and gives him a hug. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. So then you know, Cookie Monster. Old Tom, Tom, they got Tom Waits to do the voice of Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, and and Cookie Monster obviously would be who I was the biggest fan of. Oh, I got uh, in so much trouble. <laughs> I got in trouble. I I tried. I pulled a Cookie Monster at the dinner table one time. Yeah. And, one one time, I decided to to look through my toy box and fling everything out of there like Ernie does. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I emulated these guys a little too much sometimes. Sure. Hey, my problem was is I was cool. I was doing and Ernie was a big one too, man. But then you got Cookie Monster. But then I saw an animal. Oh yeah, <laughs> I used to have an animal puppet that. Um, He's a puppet. You stick your hand in his mouth, and it had like, these little uh, finger holes that you go in like this, but mm-hmm. then you could go like this, and it would make his eyebrows yep. move. So, like, you could manipulate him quite a bit with one yeah. hand, and <laughs> he was awesome. <laughs> That's a cool man. I mean, here I am, you know, eight, nine years old, and, you know, just getting my first set of drums, and the Muppets have Animal playing drums. <laughs> yeah, I was hooked. I was hooked without a doubt. <laughs> and again, when he's in the movie, and of course he ends up being, he kind of saves the day really, right? Because they make him real big. <laughs> you know, I'm like, there you go, man. <laughs> Do- Dr. Teeth, man. I've always loved Dr. Teeth. Man. The whole band. <laughs> well, and their, their music was so good. Like, like, well, like all of the songs on Sesame Street, all of the, all yep. the Muppet Show songs. I mean, they had great writers. And again, it wasn't yeah. nobody was was messing around. Like they had great stuff. Um, like you said, you know the great Muppet Caper. Whenever it starts off, because they've hit it big now, and it's like it's a movie starring everybody and me. Right. <laughs> like, and me. <laughs> it had just all those cameos and stuff, and it was so cool. <laughs> so you know, then you've got on your resume, you've got Sesame Street, you got yeah. the Muppet Show, you got Star Wars. Then you start breaking off and doing things like the Dark Crystal, which you know. Yeah. I didn't realize that Frank Oz did Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, I knew it was like the pup- puppetry, but but yeah, Frank Oz did. Yeah. Little Shop. He also did Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I did not know he directed Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Wow. With, with Steve Martin. Yeah. There are no puppets in that. It's but it yeah. is a great movie. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Steve Martin, man. I mean, what can you do? Uh, Steve Martin in the Muppet movie was hilarious. Remember, he was the waiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was so obnoxious to him. It was hilarious, man. I mean, and that's the beauty of it because you're supporting Jim Henson, right? So there's nothing cooler than when all the celebrities want to be a part of your universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to, you know, I'm sure they got paid to do it, but you know, deep down, they wanted to be a part of that. Oh, that certainly. says a lot about, about Jim Henson right there is, you know, that, that impact. Well, heck, I mean, look how many actors you have now that are involved with the Muppets that totally grew up on the Muppets, right? Yeah. People like so, Patrick Harris and stuff that are just like, yeah, yeah. like I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here and like I'll, MC I'll do show. whatever, right. I'll do whatever <laughs> you want me to do. Right. And I just, I, I don't know, man. I think it's one of those gifts that we've been given for our age group. And it's, it's kind of timeless, right? I mean, we, we lost Jim Henson, but the spirit of the whole thing, you know, that seems to be the reoccurring theme to a lot of these things we talk about. We forget about the spirit of all this stuff, the soul. So Jim Henson was what made it happen, but the soul lives on. Oh, yeah. And that's what's incredible about this. Let's, uh, I think we're about to hit our, our time. Let's take a pause. I'll okay. export. For anyone who has ever dreamed of fame and fortune at the end of the rainbow, 
This is one of the greatest success stories of all time, proving once and for all that anyone can make it, no matter how young, no matter how green. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. All it took was a dream. Hollywood. You sing, you tell jokes, you can make millions of people happy. Millions of people happy. The road was long, but never lonely. It was dangerous, but never dull. Filled with unshakable friendship. Come with us to Hollywood. When you get rich and famous, maybe we'll show up and exploit your wealth. <laughs> Unforgettable faces. I just gotta catch up with those guys. And unexpected romance. Never before. She was a temperamental beauty. So an unmarried woman. And a gorgeous pig. price on the stick is the price you pay. Never more, never less. Uh, we'll take that one. Yeah. Footloose and fancy free. Getting there is half the fun. Come share it with me. From tender love. Whisper sweet nothings into my ear. Uh, to sweet regret. She just walked out on me. Stay away from women. That's my motto. But I can't. Neither can I. That's my trouble. Don't you want to be rich and famous? Not working for you, I don't. From adversity <laughs> to adventure. A pig that goes bananas? What is this, a luau? He never parted with his dream, or his friends, or his legs. But I think if you look in your heart, you'll find you really want to let me and my friends go. What I'm saying doesn't make any sense to you. Well then, go ahead and kill me. All right, boy. Kill him. <laughs> The Muppet Movie, starring Charles Durning and Austin Pendleton. Special guest stars Edgar Bergen, Milton Berle, Mel Brooks, James Coburn, Dom DeLuise, Elliot Gould, Bob Hope, Peach Fudge, Madeline Kahn, Carol Kane, Cloris Leachman, Steve Martin, Richard Pryor, Telly Savalas, Paul Williams, and Orson Welles. I may not be one of your fancy Hollywood frogs, but I deserve a chance. Life's like a movie. Write your own. At the end of the rainbow, where dreams come true, puppet becomes Muppet, and Earth becomes Mirth. And people who aren't people are the funniest people in the world. The Muppet Movie. It's more entertainment than was ever humanly possible. But yeah, no, man, getting back to what you were saying, the spirit of things. I remember when I first, when Fraggle Rock first came on, that was another one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I remember it started off with kind of a, a, a pre-credit roll. And it's like, it's, it started the thing. Um, and it was just like, oh, you know, this is what's going on. And so it was when his, it was when his uncle left to go explore mm -hmm. the outside world to get, uh, yep. and so there was before the title thing or whatever and I was just like this looks awesome and then they had that, mm -hmm. that camera going down the hole following Gobo through and watching everybody play and sing and dance and everything 
I was just like, yeah. yep. And of course, it it couldn't it couldn't already be bizarre. But then you had the singing trash heap, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the trashies, man. Yeah, the the uncle sending back his, uh, his postcards, his postcards <laughs> talking about crazy stuff, and it was like just describing things and like mundane things in just really bizarre ways. Yeah. Fraggle Rock was about perfect. <laughs> so good. Great. <laughs> Great show. My my sister, like I said earlier in, in uh that was the show where she kind of latched on. I mean, you had Muppet Babies and you had Fraggle Rock. And uh she was all about red. I mean, you know, every toy she kind of had at the time was <laughs> red, you know. So yeah, I, I love Fraggle Rock. I liked Wembley. I always thought he was funny. Wembley was great. <laughs> yeah. It's just nervous and, <laughs> but yeah. The do, the doozers, man. I mean, you know, just building that construction all the time and for them to just come along and eat it. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to taste some of that. That looked, that looked, because yeah. they, they're always like, ah, you know, like. It's so good. It's so good. But then like they had that one episode where uh, she got all upset that they were eating their construction. So she made them stop eating a construction and she's telling them why they shouldn't eat the construction. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He reaches over and grabs a piece of <laughs> <laughs> like there's all that inside stuff even even when they're right. trying to be serious they're not that serious like they've got a they've yeah. got an important message but they're still going to have their little jokes and so yeah. to, to tie this in because we were talking about earlier about i said possibly even bringing up a holiday movie as well i'm the biggest fan of emmett otter's jug band christmas <laughs> i mean it it's every year I'm watching this at Christmas time. And a few years back, they showed it in Nashville on the big screen and kind of a rare event, but they showed Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. And before that, they showed an episode, like a lost episode of Fraggle Rock. And it was a holiday episode. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I need about a happy 45 year old guy just sitting there going, <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. And, um, uh, dude, I, I love, I love Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas so much. And I went and bought Emmett Otter and was all excited. I was going to show it to my daughters and both of them were just kind of like, Meh. like, this is boring. Let's go do something yeah. else. I was like, I'm going to find the nearest fire station to drop y'all off at. Cause that's, you know, you're not allowed to not like it, <laughs> Otter, man. <laughs> but have you seen it's, well, uh, it? It's outtakes on, on the, on the DVD, but have you seen the, uh, the, the, where they're like crashing the wheels and like, Oh man, Ma Mama Otter's like throw, really, rolling the drum out there and it won't land. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then mama's making, making like cracking jokes. Like the actor that made it, it is so cool. Yeah. And just, uh, just, of course the, uh, the original mom voice was Frank Oz and they went back and overdubbed it later on. But yeah, again, you got Paul Williams writing the music. This is more of a set stage type scenario. So you can tell it's like shot in a studio kind of deal versus a movie location kind of, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But I don't know, man, it's just one of those that it was on so much as a kid that is just a, a huge part of when I think of Christmas time, we're going to watch Emmett Otter. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> funnier than to me than, uh, you know, the, the dancing horse that gets on the stage and the outfit comes apart and they're crawling, <laughs> crawling off the stage <laughs> on each side. The river bottom nightmare band. Dude, the river bottom nightmare band. <laughs> That's what's funny though, is you watch, as you watch them, they deserve to win. Like they, they kick oh, yeah, ass. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but I love how they're just like, <laughs> they're just so, they're such jerks. Just like, yeah. even, even the snake he didn't even have hands but he's just like playing guitar i tell you what's cool is a, a few years ago they released a and uh, it was a picture of the river by nightmare band but it was the cover of destroyer kiss destroyer <laughs> so it's like them on that mountaintop doing the thing and it says river bottom but i've got a new one that i'm holding on to because i want to get past the holiday you know, the Halloween season, that stuff, but somebody did the rock and roll of over album cover with all of the river, not nightmare faces in it. And I'm holding on to that joker, man. That's going to be my logo for a while on Facebook. 
<laughs> there's a lot of stuff you can do with those guys because i mean that well first of all they're a good band i mean it's funny because like yeah often if you were going to make an antagonist and make them a bunch of rowdy heavy metal guys you wouldn't make them as good as they were <laughs> but, but like when they played that talent show they kicked butt <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, man. They, they, they're, like they're all in time and the song structured and it's i mean it's <laughs> <laughs> I found it ironic because I always remembered them kind of like, I always felt like, you know, uh, Emmett Otter's band got kind of jilted because they lost, but I'm like, mm, sure. But that was some stiff competition. <laughs> like, well, well, you, you practice this one song all season long. And then a guy before you plays it on a banjo and does a not even close version of what you do. And you have to go outside and learn a new song. <laughs> yeah. You're going to suck guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just, and that's the thing about it is they don't win, but they end up getting a booking, a gig. Yeah, right? they end up getting a job. So. They got mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Emmett Honor is awesome. And then, of course, I love it. You, you mentioned Muppet Babies because um, my sister was big on Muppet Babies. But Muppet Babies is one of those that even though I was older, like I was – junior high-ish whenever my right. babies was on saturday that's morning. where i was but but saturday yeah. morning cartoons you didn't care like like you still right. had the looney tunes kick in and mother babies came on a little bit later but mother babies is quality stuff i mean they sure. had some they had some good jokes and you know especially with those like montages they do with like star wars or indiana jones oh, or yeah. like the lucasfilm properties yeah. that <laughs> Which is still a big part of what the show is because they're pretending all the time to be something else, you know, mm -hmm. typical small kid stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I have to be Mojo Jojo all the time from Powerpuff Girls because my <laughs> granddaughter is obsessed with Powerpuff Girls. So my wife has to be Bubbles or whichever <laughs> one she is, and I have to be Mojo Jojo. So... <laughs> My wife and I were just uh, talking. We, our kids are. I mean, the 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 time goes by so fast, and I love the fact that we you know, we're talking yeah. about children's children's TV shows and stuff that we we were kids and stuff. But so when our little one, well, when our first daughter, she would wake up and she'd start playing quietly in her bedroom. She we, she was very polite. We she didn't come and bother us. Well. Um, we just told her that you wake up and you can play with your babies in your room. Just don't come bother mom and dad, you know? And then one of us would, would hear her in there waking, you know, moving around and what, you know, tag your it. Like you go in there and hang out with the right. kids. Um, so like we're talking like on a Saturday morning, right? Cause so you go in there and it was the cutest thing, but it was also super awesome because Juliet would be like, we're playing babies. I'm like, okay. She's like, you're the baby. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what do I do? She's like, you lay down, close your eyes, be quiet, don't touch. So you just lay there and you'd have the little one tuck you in, like she'd get her blankets and tuck you in. You could just sit there and take a nap while she sat there puttering around, like playing with her dolls and doing her thing. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. So we get that extra, extra, extra little time, you know, you're in there like technically I'm playing, but you're not letting me touch anything. So I'm just going to lay here and snooze a little bit. Then every now right. and then you'd wake up and she'd be cuddled in next to you. Very, very sweet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then she said she didn't like Emmett Otter. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go stand outside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those that you just kind of grew up with it. And you know, it, it I don't know. It's just one of those that, that pulls at the heartstrings because, you know, you got Emmett who's, you know, lost his dad and it's just him and his mom, which really hit home with me because, you know, for a big part of my life, my, it was just me and my mom, you know, we, they, they had split. So yeah, I really related to that. And of course the fact of how poor they were and, putting the hole in the wash tub to try to do something good for his mom. And you know, the, the whole sacrifice thing there, and then they still lose, <laughs> you know, it was like, dang, pretty kind of dark. <laughs> it's like the gift of the Magi. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, so, I love that. Well, and Jim Henson was never afraid to go dark. I mean, no. Oh, was, no. 
You saw those. I'm sure you've seen the coffee commercials that he did before he became famous. Yeah. Where they're just ultra violent. And it's like, it's like, what did you, what do you think of uh, such and such <laughs> coffee? He's like, I've never heard of it. He's like, boom, blows his head off. He like turns the cannon, the right. cannon on you. It's like, what do you think of it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it was great. But did you ever see a movie called The Christmas Toy? This, we had on an old VHS. And it was my sister's, but I'd seen it enough because she used to just play her her movies all all the time. She sort of had a... a, Well, she didn't sort of have... She'd just watch her movies, right? But The Christmas Toy was about a bunch of toys in a playroom so sort of similar to toy story that if the adults would come up they would freeze and fall down the difference was they would freeze and fall down forever like basically they'd get killed they would die if uh if a if a human came by like they could yeah i just put as soon as i pulled it up i was like oh yeah yeah they could move around until if they got caught then they were dead right so then when toy story came out i was like oh this is kind of similar to that old puppet muppet movie that was out like you know very much like years and years ago um and they even fall down but they don't die like but yeah they had a lot of them get frozen up in uh in the christmas toy it was pretty dark (laughs) it was a pretty dark movie yeah. But then again, there's a lot of those. Yeah, it's funny you said that. It totally went blank, and then when I saw the picture instantly, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that." Uh, my daughter grew up liking uh, Muppet Theater. They they put another video out where they're doing the classic tales mm-hmm. of you know Rapunzel and all those stories, and and uh, they watched those. You know, my wife and and Sierra they they wore that stuff out, and. Uh, uh, the the shoemaker and the the elves, but it weren't they weren't elves; they were Elvises. So <laughs> they were all making blue suede shoes, and they go oh, all the time. Yeah, great stuff, man. The uh, yeah, again, the old Sesame Street uh, skits, where you know, I'm thinking like you know Jim Henson, and it's probably not necessarily even him, but it's like it's like. Placido Flamingo or Mallard Fillmore. It's like you, you're, you're naming, you're name checking <laughs> an old, like a president from a hundred years ago. Right. That was not even a very popular president, but here we go. You know what I mean? Placido Domingo, he's a, he's an opera singer. So how many four-year-olds right. are going to know who this guy is? <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> Ironically, my daughter did for mm-hmm. some reason, but well, because my wife is a, big John Denver fan and they did a big song together and my daughter grew up hearing it. So she knows who Placido Domingo is. <laughs> then the 12 days of Christmas or that Christmas album with the Muppets. And oh John yeah. Denver. Yeah. That's like, that's one yep. of the best Christmas records ever. Um, yep. We just do it every year. And you can't, I mean, and, and it's also, it, I don't know. It's not played on, on, on the radio where they play the, 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 uh, if you're tired of the traditional Christmas carols, get that record at John, mm-hmm. Den- John Denver and the Muppets, because it's yeah. so up classic lifting and classic. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's even because- a song from, there's even a song from uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas on there with John Denver singing it, you know, and uh, oh, the, the 12 days or the, yeah, the 12 days of Christmas with, you know, Beaker back there. <laughs> and Miss Piggy, five golden rings. <laughs> 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 the, yeah, dude. So much classic stuff. And we, I mean, yeah. we didn't scratch the surface on some of the skits. Like, again, oh, with the Muppet yeah. Show, like pigs, in, you mentioned pigs in space, but you've got the critics. Yeah. You see exactly oh, yeah. what Jim Henson, <laughs> what Jim Henson thinks of critics because he just makes two <laughs> specific characters who just hate everything and whose job is to just think everything sucks. They're the best, man. <laughs> They're the best. Absolutely. I love Sam the Eagle too, man, because it's almost the same drastic humor. Grumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and again, just getting to the movies, right? You you talked about uh, Dark Crystal a little bit, mm-hmm. which has kind of made it a comeback, right? Because they kind of did a follow up that. Let's not forget the Labyrinth, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Labyrinth is. It's it's. It, I started watching it again. My wife was like, "Yeah," she she was like, "This doesn't really hold up." I was like, "I kind of disagree. I think it actually is better." <laughs> um, <laughs> But then again, I'm one of those that I kind of go back to, I, I kind of can go back and appreciate things differently than, than I used to. Right. Like when yeah. it first, when it came out, I kind of accepted it for what it was, which was just a fantasy movie with some Muppets in it. Whereas now I can yeah. see kind of what it took to actually make that happen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like the way the cameras move and the way that the puppets move and the interaction. Um, yep yeah it takes, yeah i mean it's, it's those movies were huge too man i mean even like i said i mean would youth get into it now probably not as much there's cult followings for both of those mm-hmm. but they're so unique and it's pure fantasy so anything can happen and you're okay with it it kind of works in that universe and that's that's what made to me that's what make those stills stand up like they do and and stand the test of time because you can redo those as long as you keep that structure in place and you keep it mystical mm-hmm. that's the magic of it it's it's hard and i noticed again i mean we talked about it's hard for old purists like whoever voices uh Kermit the frog now or whatever it's like it just doesn't sound the same because it's like yeah. you know um you could tell the difference whenever uh Walt Disney stopped doing Disney. Like and Walt Disney died long before I was born. But you watch the old cartoons and you can tell the ones that he voiced versus the ones right. that came later. Um, you know, when you when you had that specific especially certain characters like Ernie and Kermit and stuff that just had a distinct I mean Henson had a very distinct voice same as frank oz i mean like, oh yeah you yeah. you have to know that th- those those were fun days sitting around rehearsing coming up you know like hey i just came up with a new character you know, like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Um, how about more of a low growl rah, rah, rah. okay that's that's what we're after you know <laughs> like <laughs> that would have been a lot of fun you know what i mean you know one we didn't even touch about it, it it's it's the witches you kind of forget that being Henson. Yeah, well, I was gonna I was gonna mention it because they're coming out with a remake. And so my daughter my daughter wants to be me. She wants to read horror watch horror movies. She wants to read horror novels. She wants to do all this stuff, but she's only nine. And <laughs> her her mom's like, Nope. Like, right. <laughs> so but she read the Harry Potter novels, right? So mm. If you read the book, you can watch the movie. Well, Harry Potter's full of all kinds of horror elements. You know, they got yep. all the the ghosts and the wraiths and the the dementors and the murderers and the killers, <laughs> all kinds of scary stuff. Werewolves and whatever shapeshifters. Right. So, and it's a lot scarier in the book than it is in the movie. So she watches the movie and she's mad there's not more monsters because <laughs> they left out this whole thing with all the extra monsters. Yeah. So she watched Jurassic Park. But she read the Roald Dahl book, The Witches. Mm. Then she found out there was a movie. And I had to be straight up honest. I was like, that movie is pretty rough. I mean, the yeah. makeup the makeup effects. I was like, Angelica Houston. Like, I love Angelica Houston. Don't, don't take this sure. wrong. But yeah. Angelica Houston's frightening without makeup on. True. She, I mean, she's just very intense. And yeah. got that kind of evil sort of way about her. Right. You put that mask on her. Just, <laughs> I mean, that's horrifying. Yeah. yeah. It's, one of, it's my daughter's favorite movie. She loves witches. Wow. She puts it on. I was like, I, I walk through and they're all like, with their feet and the, 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 <laughs> like ripping their faces off. And she's just sitting there like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <Man>. <laughs> yeah. It's good that's stuff. Awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't like Emmett Otter, so we're still having we're still on. on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It 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 is a little slower paced, but there's there's just some things in there, man. It's 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 a 
I don't know. Uh, to me, it's just, it gets better with time because you have to get pulled into a lot of the dialogue with that one. Right. Cause you're dealing with the poor factor of this family and how mm-hmm. they get by, by, you know, just doing local work for people and, you know, <clears throat> it's well, tough it's a, times. It's a, little, it's a little bit of a slow burn, but it's also a holiday movie. Right. You know, it's supposed to make you like feel for the characters and right. You know, whatever. Well, look at the classic, Christmas movies that are always about the rich guy not taking care of the poor person and how they have a change of heart. I mean, it's the same story. Mm-hmm. It's just you're more identifying with them because you spend 90% of the time with Emmett Otter and his family. So, right. but yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, I've got, when you buy the DVD, you get the version that didn't have Kemp Kermit in it. <laughs> and and I specifically remember watching it as a kid. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Because there's a scene where Kermit's riding the bicycle and he's coming into, you know, the hollow. And, you know, Chuck and them pull up in the car and take a scarf. How about the scarf? You know? <laughs> and uh, and I found a copy where somebody had got the original footage and put it back in there. So I actually have the DVD copy that, you can purchase and then the version of the, where they put the Kermit stuff back in. Cause he's even in the club that they're playing at that night, you know, and <laughs> that's they how they take the, him out. Do you know? I think it was a rights thing for some reason, because huh. yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it had to do with, they didn't have the rights to have Kermit in there, I guess, to re-release it. Oh, maybe for the re-release. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah it's weird yeah. how those, it, it's, it's weird how those things yeah. work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's good to see kermit in there though <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be of course <laughs> well what is other than Emmett otter obviously but out of out of all of them you know like what would be your top five characters what's your like between the muppets wow. between fraggle rock between i mean i've got my list <laughs> i mean I'm, oh really dude uh like <laughs> You know, I I, I kind of have to go with um, on Sesame Street. You got to go with with Cookie Monster. Uh, I love me some Grover. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> I just I love the band, man. I love Lloyd. Uh, uh, you know, Cheryl for sure. You know, oh, yeah, just the whole bunch <laughs> of them, man. I mean, just. Uh, I don't know. I was always pulled into that. And the the movie was, it was just magic to me, man. I mean, I loved the TV show. I loved when Alice Cooper was on there and he gets eaten by Harry or whatever the big, the big monster's name was. Uh, Sweetums. That's his name. Sweetums. <clears throat> oh, Sweetums is a great character. man. Uh-huh. Hey, you said he's going to take me with you. You know, <laughs> he's, running. <laughs> he's running down the road. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So what you got? What's your, what's your list? Well, I mean, across the across the board, it's really hard because there's so many great ones. But in Sesame yeah. Street, certainly, you know, like Ernie, Kermit, yeah. like pretty much all the ones that were voiced by 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 Jim. You know, yeah. I, I always love Big Bird, but I like I like Snuffleupagus a lot. Sure. Yeah, who did? You know, man? the the imaginary friend, and he was just so bizarre looking. But I always liked elephants, and it's like, how yeah. can no like? There was for those of you who didn't know, for the first couple three years that Snuffleupagus was on Sesame Street, he was Big Bird's imaginary friend. Right, and it was a running gag because he was huge. Right, and like took a couple of people to carry his costume around, you know, to, to animate him, but he would always disappear before anybody saw him yeah. and he would walk slow. Oh, yeah, he, he would walk <laughs> real slowly and, but he would like the tail would disappear around the corner before somebody would turn around and he's like, Oh, I was just talking to my old friend Snuffleupagus. And they're like, right. Your imaginary friend. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I love Snuffleupagus. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Uh, Oscar the Grouch, but even almost more so was uh, Squirmy, oh, yeah. the, the little worm. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah. Freaking Gas Miley, man. Again, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just Kermit with teeth, right? I mean, right. <laughs> he didn't have teeth, but I just I loved his, his you know. Uh, the, then you had the magician, which I can't remember his name, but he'd always the say, Amazing oh, Mumford. Mumford. <laughs> 
a la peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yep. <laughs> and then, so then on, on the Muppet show, of course, you know, you have electric mayhem, but animal number one, you know, oh, he's, yeah. he's the man, but then the Swedish chef. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. The fun, the funny thing is like, I've got some tracks just on my hard drive from back in the LimeWire days where you could just like pull yeah. up to a torrent site and pulled everything down. And so I had all of these clips of like, you know, from Space Ghosts, like the songs that Brack sang oh, and, gosh. um, you know, like Swedish Chef song and Menomina, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I've just got them on, they're just, they're on my iPhone. So like they're on my Bluetooth. And so like, you'll be jamming, like you'll be sitting there cramming, you know, 80s hair metal. And then like the song will change and it's like, and my daughter's just absolutely just fall over laughing at any time like so the you know the Swedish chef comes on so out there but yeah Swedish chef an animal of course Rolf you know is the piano man and yeah. you know just there's just so many of them but you know you have those top yeah. those top tier guys so just and I think it's amazing because I I at one point I did look at this very closely. Just there was a, there was a picture of Jim Henson like workshop and there's all of these different colored puppets without eyes and without hair. They're just, they're just like balls. You know, it's like there's a, there's a felt ball on top right. of a felt body with an arms and legs. And there were some over there right. that were kind of half done and some of them that were completely done. And I just thought, how cool that would that be to sit there and just be, you know, on some random Tuesday, just come into work, like set your doll there and like pop some eyes on there, pop some hair. Mm, you know what I mean? Like take them out there, yeah. voice them, and then have them become, you know, Kermit yeah. the Frog, <laughs> you know, yeah. a big bird, something like that, where it's just like timeless. And yeah. that. I think well, if you're going to have a such, legacy, such a that's... lost thing, man. Yeah, such a lost thing. I mean, it, it, it's you look at these characters as family. You grew up with these characters, and they're a hand puppet. Mm -hmm. and it's just amazing that the impact that that's had on us. Seriously, you know. Yeah, so yeah, we're all we're all <laughs> up here, old crotchety old horror movie fans, <laughs> and they're getting all, like, like, oh man! But you remember Sesame Street? That was the bomb, you know. But that's what Awesome Podcast is about. That's but right. It's, it's not untrue because yeah, Sesame Street is, and of course, then you've got the count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, have you ever seen the videos where they edited him out, where it sounds like he's not saying something bad all the time? And he sings a song. Oh I've seen I've seen quite a few of those. Oh, <laughs> so funny, so funny, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, but there's just something wrong about it too, though, right? Because you're again, it's that thing where you're messing with your childhood. So <laughs> of course, it doesn't make it any less funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I think we are up against the end of our time. We're going to get a message that says no more. Actually, it just kind of drops yeah. you out, which sucks. But um, yeah. this one's been fun. I love yeah. I love me some Jim Henson. And like, and we can go back and talk about, of course, we've already talked about Star Wars once, but there's lots more conversations. But Labyrinth, um, The Dark yeah. Crystal, all of these things, are they, they can be much more heavily explored. I mean, all Absolutely. of the, the the emperor, the the or Jabba's Jabba's uh, palace in uh, yeah, in in Return of the Jedi, like all of that stuff was just yeah phenomenal. Salacious yeah. Crumb, Jabba the Hut, like like in Mandalorian when they have all those salacious crumbs like on the spit getting cooked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Well, hit us up on all of the stuff. Facebook, right. Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, probably some others I don't even know about, but we're always there. Yeah, if but, you're not uh, checking this out on YouTube, I highly suggest that you do because we're starting to do the video formats for these, and uh, 
we're hoping this is working out good, but uh, just go over there and check out the page because we're, we're posting a whole lot of cool stuff just on the YouTube page itself. So check it out. Do it. Yeah. Cause then next time we'll start having like toys and you know, <laughs> it'll be like, right. <laughs> we're going to make our own Muppets. That's it. Talk- <laughs> I did not see you playing with your dolls, sir. <laughs> well, cool. Well, it's been fun and we will see you next time. Take it Adios. Easy.